Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. What a picture. If you're watching the video, you can see this is a picture of a cemetery. And so if you're listening to the audio, imagine a picture of a cemetery. There are some beautiful marble headstones and a lot of flowers and the grass is nice. And in the background, there's a monument there with a, a crucifix on it, a symbolic of a religious marker there. Today's episode is titled The Sounds of Service. And uh, it's episode 638, and I'm, uh, I'm still on a, a thought of how we serve. It has become, in our face, a lot more important with this conflict, this war that was unthinkable even three weeks ago. I mean, everybody knew there was hostility and tension, and in eastern Ukraine there was um, separatists, you know, fighting this, that, and the other, and thousands had died over the eight years between the Crimean annexation and now. But the reason I'm putting this up here is because we are now faced with the reality of death, the death of not a few, but of many. You know, some estimate that 10,000, 15,000 people have already died. 15,000 people have already died in two weeks. And that made me think that this picture of the cemetery behind me was appropriate today, not because I want to dwell on sadness, because creating the ultimate life is a choice. No one can keep you from it. No one can prevent you from getting there, and no one can take it away from you. Your ultimate life is a choice about how you live your life. Now, I talk about this a lot, and I want to be really clear. I feel like I live that ultimate life. Every day I get up excited, joyful, looking forward to my day. I look forward to everything that I have to do. And I don't do anything I don't want to do. And that doesn't mean I have a bunch of people running around doing all the unpleasant things. I don't. But I love everything that I do. I love helping Joy uh, fill her antique stall, taking furniture there. I love going, helping her take some stuff to the auction house. Uh, I love uh, watching the news with her these days. I'm not a TV watcher at all, but... With the horror that's going on, I've watched a lot more in the last two weeks than I had in the last two years, probably, just trying to fathom what's happening. And so it made yesterday's topic about love and today's topic about service important, and especially on the heels of the vocal Reiki episode, a couple of uh, Mary Jane before that, um, Sarah Jane, I'm sorry, not Mary Jane, Sarah Jane, who did the vocal Reiki episode before that, and how important our sounds are and our names and our voice, meaning what we stand for and how we serve. 
with those things. So this particular cemetery, and again, if you can't see it, then you should be watching the video on YouTube. Uh, and the numbers are the same, episode 638. But anyway, this is a, this is a cemetery here in Alberta. It is across the street from a Ukrainian church, a, a small one that was built 100 or something years ago. And the reason I have a lot of pictures about Ukrainian this, that, and the other, I used a background from the inside of a, a Ukrainian Orthodox church that was in the Ukrainian village. It's kind of a preservation historical thing. There's a couple of reasons. One, Joy, my wife, her maiden name's Bondarenko, which is Ukrainian, so we have a strong connection, and her dad was born there. So we have a first-generation connection to the country. Second, with, uh, uh, Alberta had a huge Ukrainian population, uh, in, and in, especially around Edmonton. So they have that Ukrainian village and old houses and buildings and grain elevators and stores and train stations and everything, probably 50 buildings on, I don't know, it has to be 100 acres or something, put all together with the gift shop and the whole thing. And they have regular events there, and it's all kinds of fun. And we used to go there a lot, and we still will, I'm sure. But when we went, it was fun. We'd have some food, traditional food, and it was all in the spirit of looking back 100 years, seeing how people used to live and what kind of struggle it was and how much they did and what they accomplished and what they created and everything else. And now all of a sudden we're in a, in a war with that very country at the heart. And so it's suddenly become very poignant and strong. Not that any war isn't horrible. It is. But this one because of Joy's family and because we've been to this place a whole bunch of times, it's just uh, in my face. And so I titled this The Sound of Service because we just had the vocal Reiki episode, though the sound of love yesterday and the sound of service made sense today. But here's the real questions. How do you serve? H how do you look at service? How do you view the acts of service. How do you feel about it, right? And sometimes when we tell stories about service, like I don't have time and I don't have money and I can't do this, it's interesting to ask who's talking? Who's the voice talking? And then I want to talk a little bit about the story of service versus the truth of service. So those are the topics for today. And the first one is how do you serve? Well, that's a general question. I have tons of examples. I have lots of opportunity, and I'm using me, for example, but it can be you, so I want you to hear you. So I serve in my local church. I help with them in the youth program. I also help with the music. I've helped writing some music and playing the piano and directing choirs and all kinds of service opportunities to make people's lives better, to improve worship service, et cetera, et cetera. I also am you know, have an assignment of a couple of families that I check on every month, actually four families I check on every month just to see how they're doing, anything you need, what's going on. That is a service opportunity that is part of our church and other churches too. How do you serve? Where in your life, I'm sure there are places, are you on purpose serving, doing things for which there is no compensation or expectation of compensation? And usually they're things done out of love, out of compassion. You know what I've had the opportunity to meet in the last four months, five months, is over 100, maybe 150 podcast hosts who are doing podcasting. 
And if there's ever was a labor of love, that's it. Because podcasting, you know, you can get sponsors and stuff like that, but it's pretty difficult and it doesn't make much money compared to other kinds of things you could do and all the work in, in whether you edit it yourself or hire it done or whatever, a lot of work. It's a labor of love. So I've had the chance to meet people that are serving their little hearts out about different topics to help, to, I use the phrase, add good to the world. So how are you serving? And if you can't really think of ways that you are intentionally, lovingly serving, then I challenge you to find some right here, right now. I challenge you to make them part of your every week. Every, every week, there needs to be a block on your calendar of two, four, six hours where the only thing you're doing is serving with all your heart, somebody, somehow, because you feel like it's right. Why would I say that? Why would I challenge you to do that? Well, my experience has been that the most joy that I ever have is when I'm in service. The most joy that I ever get, the, the most exciting, joyful feelings is when I'm helping. When I'm in the process of helping people do something. I, that some of the most exciting moments I've had in my life are when I helped a, a group of church volunteers, sometimes a small one like 20 and sometimes a bigger one like 100, form a choir and perform in a really good way. And nobody, anything was paid. Everybody was just there. But ragtag volunteers that wouldn't have considered themselves experts, and some were good singers, but to collect them in a choir, teach them four-part harmony, sing sacred music, and then really do a good job in performance, following, conducting. Oh, their excitement, my excitement, it's as good as it gets. So how are you serving? How do you feel about service? Is it something, oh, I got to do that. I have an obligation. I'm supposed to, you know, is the word supposed to in there anywhere? If it is, I challenge you to reframe how you think about it. Service is a blessing. It's an opportunity. And whether you participate in a local food drive or serve soup in a soup kitchen or participate in donation gathering or work in a Boy Scout or Girl Scout organization or PTA or, you know, whatever you do, do it with joy and with love and with an open heart. And the sounds of service in that case will be your laughter, whether it's out loud or inside. The excitement of the giggles you feel as you create goals, you lift and bless people's lives. Maybe you tutor kids. Maybe you teach something or other. My mom used to teach music to young kids in elementary school, and she used to go for years and years and years, decades even, go to different elementary schools and teach, you know, a group of kids, 20, 30, 50, 100, 200 sometimes, how to sing, and then they always would perform at some, you know, school assemblies and stuff like that. And I followed that example. I went and did that at a school near where I lived in Phoenix for a while. And it is a beautiful, spectacular, wonderful thing. So... I want you to search in your heart because we live with a story that, ah, I don't have time to do that. I, just, I don't have time. I'm too busy. Too busy doing what? If I'm, if I'm brutal for a moment, I would say you're too busy doing things that are less important. Wow. Maybe you want to slap me for saying that. I don't know. But my experience is loving and serving others is maybe the most important thing we can do. And that doesn't mean to the neglect 
of others you're supposed to be taking care of so you don't let your kids starve to go feed somebody else. One of the things that I remember very well when the kids were young is taking them on service projects. We'd go do work at somebody's house. Um, One of my sons and I had the opportunity to clean out an apartment that was, you know, a hoarder lived there, and it was just very difficult and very, wow. And we had, you know, several hours, and, you know, we did it as part of service and love and kindness to help improve their, you know, circumstance. And the idea that you don't have time is just not true. You make time, and so do I. We all make time for whatever's important. And so learning to serve and learning to love is a big ticket in creating that ultimate life. We so often feel like ultimate life is about what we have, what we enjoy, and what we get. And that's actually pretty far down the list. What we give, what we share, how we lift, how we bless. That's the real ticket to the joy that knows no bounds and no limits. And that took me a long time to learn, and so that's why I'm sharing it with you. Maybe you can learn it faster than I did. Your greatest love and joy will come through your service. And the sounds of service are the gratitude expressed by those you serve, the thank yous, the laughter, the looks of relief, the pleasant feelings, the acknowledgement of people that have gone and done some work together, you know, I, it was a, our church has a project sometimes to go clean up a whole section of roadway, or maybe yours does too, or uh, work on a big farm f- f- to help somebody out, and then all these volunteers get done, and wow, you know, you feel good. And yeah, you donated some real time that really meant something. But you know what? When we hear that voice in our head that says, I don't have time, I don't have money, maybe there's contributions to make, right? Right now, there's tons of those with this war going on, and Joy already found several places, and we've done a whole bunch of donations in different ways to different organizations, and, you know, from buying vacant Airbnbs to direct cash donations, all kinds of stuff. And you can say anytime you want, I don't have enough money. Well, when you think about the situation of those that you're helping, it's almost embarrassing to say such things. Yes, you have it. Yes, you have abundance. Yes, you have time. And the sound of service is the joy of your own heart and the joy of the gratitude of the voices, the true heartfelt gratitude of those you help and serve. Now, here's the story versus the truth. We have a story that service is hard. We have a story that service requires sacrifice. I challenge that on a fundamental level. Service is its own reward. Love is its own reward. Truth carries its own power. The eternal principles are infinitely strong and infinitely powerful and lift us up. And so if you choose to take time and serve out of love and kindness, you will be more than rewarded. The joy that you feel, the help that you give, the gratitude of those, not the public acclaim and the awards. And the truth is we were built to serve, our bodies even. When we get involved in community things and we work together and serve, oxytocin and other neurotransmitters are released that feel good. So we're built to serve and love each other. And as we talk about creating that life of purpose, prosperity, and joy, we can't even begin to talk about how to do that unless we talk about service, which is why I added a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy that you create by serving with your divine gift. That's 
what really matters. That's the real legacy you leave. That's the real definition of who we are as people, how much we love and how much we serve. That is the truth. Other things are stories. I know that. I encourage you to look deeply in your own heart and grow the number of places you serve with love from the heart. My experience is that moves you quickly to enjoying even more of your ultimate life. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stand with your heart in the sky and your feet.